Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Recalibrating the Scales. I'm your host and Chief Executive Resolutionist, Normie Avasca Scales, at your disposal. That is a play on words, ladies and gentlemen. Oracles, summoning and unleashing feminine power. The oracles. Ocean, Hathor, Venus, Aphrodite, Bronwyn, Freya, Radharani. All ancient mythological deities, sirens, goddesses embellished, adorned, doused and shrouded with the garb of amorous femininity, spawned from the temperate waters of love which they essentially exude in exchange, radiating, resonating womanly power by virtue of their sheer and majestic auras. Ah, and their commonality, none other than kindred commodities derived from demure flesh concealed by ironclad cores, chiseled for the art of seducing, mesmering, ensnaring masculine counterparts, entities which succumb to their magnetic energies, now gifted to their modern descendants, pupils, first in the tutelage of their aforementioned predecessors, bearing the torch of female empowerment. Welcome back yet again to another sprightly episode, ladies and gentlemen. It seems like an eternity since we last rendezvoused, don't you think? I trust that our new year has been mutually most gracious thus far. Well, I'm feeling exceptionally, particularly sultry and empowered. Despite the scientific certainty that the winter solstice has already befallen us and lapsed, my dear listeners. Hence, for those that know me well, this is a rather unusual occurrence amid such an unlikely contrary season. It's bizarre, in fact, given my affinity for summer, that is. So what, pray tell, has induced this surge of feminine empowerment and evoked the poetic interlude at the commencement of the broadcast, which aligns with the topic at hand, ladies and gentlemen? Let's just say that a recent, I'd say, lemons into lemonade scenario spurred me into to tune into harnessing, heightening, and healing my feminine energy and aura by virtue of incessantly listening to binaural beats or frequencies. Basically, a personal revelation taught me that authentic, and I do mean authentic, feminine energy is the chief origin of attracting our heart's desires. That's right. Channeling the inner goddess or siren within is an effective vehicle for welcome change, albeit Romantic companions, career opportunities, love, wealth, optimal health, etc., etc., etc. Hence, I had to undergo an overhaul and intensively work on myself 
purge, cleanse, and create space by giving myself permission to be open, deserving, and receptive to what I yearn for. However, I marvel upon the evidence of this effectively profound self-work, ladies and gentlemen. As a result of my conscientious overhaul, my dialogue by virtue of my open throat chakra has enhanced my already authentic communication style with others, especially men. I've acquired newfound zeal and courageousness, even in my professional career realm. Go figure. Nevertheless, staking new terms, conditions, claims, and demands comes effortlessly, not to mention my already towering authenticity has magnified times infinity and astonishingly attracted the opposite sex to the nth degree. Men continue to surface out of thin air, out of out the woodwork, per se. Wow. I really do have the power. Hence, my vintage, my vintage theme song, I've Got the Power by Snap. It isn't merely cliche. Well, enough about me. I'd like to see some rambling and share the findings of others now. Let's go ahead and segue on to Jordan Gray's um, his right, his article, which is named Eight Powerful Exercises to Increase Your Feminine Energy. So I did cite in the episode page that I would give some recommendations, and here's his story, and he, here he's his suggestions, per se. I was in Bali, Indonesia, when I met the most mesmer- mesmerizing woman of my life. Covered from head to toe in flowing, elegant garments, she had the most feminine energy, the most feminine energy packed into one human being that I had ever been bear witness to. And she literally took my breath away. Her motions were effortless. The way she hugged me upon being introduced to me was without hesitation. She was pure, open, loving, light, personified. Later that day, I was debriefing with my travel partner who as it turns out, had been also been floored by her overwhelming feminine energy. We couldn't shake off, shake the thought of her for days, and although neither one of us was interested in, in her romantically, we couldn't deny that her essence had hit something very deep inside of us. We lit up from the inside. The fire in our bellies was reignited. This is the power of sexual po- polarity. Being a masculine associated person, this woman's feminine energy pushed me further into my side of the spectrum like nobody had up until that point in my life. So whether you are a woman looking to reconnect with your inner feminine more energy, more deeply, or a man looking to self-nurture and balance out his masculine, here are eight exercises to increase your feminine energy, okay, according to Jordan Gray. The first is get moving. Feminine energy is moving energy. The ocean, hurricanes, and weather patterns are all perfect metaphors for feminine energy as they are constantly in motion, always changing and shifting. If you've been stuck at an office desk or have felt physically stagnant for a while, you need to get your body moving, whether that means going for a walk in a forest, stretching out in a yoga class, or dancing in your underwear to your favorite music in your bedroom. Your feminine energy will always be activated by movement. That explains a lot, ladies and gentlemen. Number two is take off your pants. Because feminine energy is pure motion and movement, it doesn't like to be boxed in or restricted. Women hate a a whore being told 
how to feel just as much as a hurricane refuses to be gift wrapped. So jeans and pants have this restrictive tendency. Go on a pants detox and commit to only wearing skirts or dresses for a month. See how you feel. Do you find it easier to flow through your life? Do you feel less restricted and more feminine? Cultural associations aside, soft, flowing fabrics near the constant moving element of feminine energy in a tangible way. Number three is half females only time. Spending intentional time with other women recharges your feminine energy in a, a big way. Something amazing happens when you're exclusively with those of your gender. It's easy to drop the mask and be yourself as you are. Number four is have more orgasms. While men are depleted of their masculine energy by ejaculating too frequently, women actually benefit the more they reach orgasm. Being a male, I won't even pretend to know what that feels like, but I've witnessed firsthand the effects that my female partners have felt over the past decade when they orgasm more frequently. More creativity, more emotional connection, more finely attuned intuition. The benefits are endless. Number five is prioritize receiving. There's that word, the R word, cited in the beginning of the episode. Masculine energy is a penetrating force of energy. Feminine energy is a receptive energy that opens. There goes the dynamic of male energy being forward or rendering and feminine energy being, of course, as noted, receiving. By receiving love, energy, and attention, your, your deep well of feminine energy is filled up. This doesn't necessarily mean through sex, although this certainly helps. You can receive by getting a massage, a pedicure, or having someone cook a meal for you. In the massage, for example, you're breathing and relaxing. That allows your masseuse's hands to penetrate beneath the layers of your stress is deeply fulfilling for your feminine energy. So get out your calendar and book some receiving time into your schedule. Number six, reconnect. The feminine connects largely through verbal communication with masculine connecting largely through touch and sexual access. It's no secret that as women reach puberty, they become much more fascinated in becoming frequent and effective verbal communicators with their peers. Hmm, this is getting heavy. I'm seeing a, a, a reflection right about now. The feminine in you is nourished by extending extended catch-up sessions with loved ones, your mom, your dad, siblings, close friends, beyond. So turn off the TV, call up someone you care about, and catch up on your unique but diverging lives. Talk without aim other than to let them know about what's been going on with you and to hear all about what they've been, what, what they've been since you last communicated. Number seven is indulge your senses. The, the masculine largely gets lost in thought while the feminine can get lost in the realm of the senses. To reconnect with your feminine energy, indulge your taste buds by eating chocolate, drinking red wine, and indulging your palate with decadent foods that you love. Indulge your sense of touch by going shopping and feeling all of the soft fabrics. You can also go to a public food market and take in all of the different sights and smells of the delicious foods surrounding you. Get out of your head and into your heart, ladies and gentlemen. There's a notion that two halves, to, you know, the two halves make a whole. An unbalanced masculine energy is all striving with no contentment, 
So the stereotype of the overworked businessman, businessman with no downtime time comes to mind. Okay? An unbalanced feminine energy is pure hedonistic, present-minded indulgence with no direction or goals in life. So a 20-something party girl who is addicted to drugs and is entirely dependent on others to get by in life. Masculine energy is by far the most prized of the two energies, and it is a sad state of affairs that it is. People are working more than ever, and they're diminishing their enjoyment. They also, they achieve too little. So there you have it. There's some thoughts there, ladies and gentlemen. I think that was a pretty uh, pretty profound assessment that he'd render. Okay. So now let's segue elsewhere. Ladies and gentlemen. But before we do that, um, I really, really want you to marinate upon what was stated here. Okay. Marinate upon that. And while you marinate, I would like to um, I'd like to also introduce you to some other suggestions of some ways to release your blocked. Feminine energy. And this is by Amy Meraki. There was a major emphasis put on equality between the sexes when the feminist movement and business started to boom in the, in the 80s. Shorter haircuts became trendy, shoulder pads made a woman's shape disappear, and the power suit became a beacon for women's rights everywhere. So we saw women striving to find their position of power by abandoning their feminine energy. So the author here is not stating that this is necessarily um, a negative thing, okay? It wasn't all negative, all bad. The generations before us felt like they needed to make a bold statement to be taken seriously by the patriarchal society, given our matriarchal um, history as it once was. But the downfall was that we started to – people began to believe that in order to succeed in business – Women must conform to a more masculine version of themselves, which in a way is still relinquishing your power as a woman. It's like saying, yes, women and men can be equals, but only if women be more like men. Somewhere along the way, we forgot that equality means that all humans should be valued just the same regardless of gender. What it doesn't mean is that we have the same innate strengths. So here are some shared primary qualities associated with both masculine energy and feminine energy to explain these strengths. So qualities of masculine energy, drive, focus, assertiveness, and confidence tend to be seen as more masculine traits that set one up for success in business. Um, masculine, masculine energy is conscious, consciousness, and solid like a riverbank. His thoughts are, are single-focused on goals, the future security and protection. He's most identified with his purpose and productivity in the world and loves fulfilling a mission. So the qualities of feminine energy here. Traits that are most often associated with the feminine are things like connection, empathy, nurturing, and emotion. She has pure energy and flows and changes like the water of a river. She has a diffused awareness, thinking many things at once. <laughs> Sounds familiar. And she finds details and intricacies that escape the masculine. 
She is born to receive, and we've established that already, ladies and gentlemen. She is most identified with her feelings and craves love deeply to be fulfilled. So blocked energy. We enter blocked energy. The masculine likes to do. The the feminine craves suggest be. Now here's the kicker. We have access to both of these energies inside each and every one of us. We need both to be balanced, but we are primarily born with one dominant form that feels most natural to us. Women are usually more feminine associated, and the opposite is true for men. So in same-sex couples, usually one partner is more masculine than the other feminine in order for there to be sexual polarity. Everything has to check and balance, my dear listeners. So what does all this mean? It means that if we are more feminine, associated by nature and changed to compete in the masculine-dominated corporate world, then we lose some of our innate power. We forget how to be a woman. Again, to be a woman. We forget how to soften once we've left work. This causes us to feel unbalanced, stressed, and stuck. We become rigid and lose our flow. Holding on to this misindependent women, woman energy can feel like a mask. We have a hard time connecting with others, and we start to see other women as threats. We also attract more feminine-associated men into our lives, men that can't step into their masculine power and meet our needs. They feel wimpy to us. They lack drive or the assertiveness that we yearn for. It creates an unbalanced polarity, and sexual attraction can fizzle, unfortunately. Burnout is guaranteed when we feel constant pressure to strive and prove our equality in this way. So here are five practices that will definitely facilitate radiating feminine power and get back into your natural flow. Dancing. Dancing is a powerful practice to help you to get out of your head and into your body. Find some privacy where you can dance as wildly or as sensually as you like. Put on your favorite song or playlist and start off by closing your eyes taking a few deep breaths and feeling what it feels like to be in your body. Ask yourself if this music could take form, how would it move? Then allow your body to express the music as if you're translating into a form of language. The second one is adornment. The feminine feminine in all of us craves to feel and see the beauty around us and in us. Adorning your space with anything that brings a smile to your face, helps nurture this craving. This can be in the form of pictures, decor, or luxurious fabrics, or colors to bring beauty to our wardrobe will also help us express the feminine within. Maybe that means wearing flowy skirts with delicate sandals or rocking a sexy pair of heels with a sleek, skinny leg pant. Maybe you feel deliciously feminine in combat boots and a floral dress. Maybe it means something different Every day. That's okay, too. The feminine is constantly changing. Find your own definition of beauty and see how you feel when you express that in your clothing. It doesn't have to mean you wear lipstick every day. But if rocking a hot shade of red allows you to feel pampered and sexy, then go for it. You make the rules here. Number three, free days. A day of no planning is one of my favorite things to do to step into my feminine. Allowing ourselves to just... Flow and be in the moment can be one of the most relaxing feelings for the feminine. One day out of the week, I schedule a self-care free day. This is where I make zero plans and just allow myself to do whatever I feel like from moment to moment. The divine feminine energy in all of us is associated with creative energy and life force energy, similar 
to the energy of flowing emotions or timelessness. The feminine craves creativity. Our wombs are designed to create life after all. Some ways I express my creativity are through crafting, painting, dancing, clothing, and crocheting. I know a lot of people that express their art in different forms, those such as cooking, entertaining guests, writing, comedy, or gardening. Expand your mind and see where in your life are you creating something out of nothing. It's a common misconception that traditional art is the only form of creativity. Sensuality is the fifth suggestion cited here. Our bodies hold a lot of power and wisdom as women. We can connect to our feelings and intuition more easily than a masculine-associated person, but we need to trust our bodies and heart in order to hear those messages. One way to connect to our bodies more and get out of logical thinking is to practice incorporating more sensuality into our lives. This means intentionally using the senses to experience life with pleasure. One way I practice sensuality is by soaking in a warm bath with essential oils. Oh, yes. How could I dare forget essential oils? That's been a staple of mine, particularly as of late. So setting the visual with candles or petals, feeling the warm water against my skin, smelling the aroma of lavender or eucalyptus, lavender particularly, very relaxing, very therapeutic, especially for women. Hearing the water splash against the tub, tasting a treat like dark chocolate or or red wine, any activity can become sensual if you intentionally experience it with all five senses. So when I do these feminine recharging practices regularly, I feel more radiant, replenished, and attract my desires more easily into my life. There you have it. There's my proves my theory. It allows me to step into my masculine energy and business without feeling depleted or hardened. When we embrace our feminine nature, we nurture ourselves and the planet as a, as a whole. It may seem counterintuitive, but by developing our feminine energy, we can actually draw in success to us. Aha! Uh-huh. Rest my case, my dear listeners. Instead of constantly feeling like we need to hustle and grind. So these are thoughts extracted from Amy Meraki. Last but not least, I'd like to touch on, and this is... Um, Something derived from Mind, Body, Green, Seven Chakra Rituals to tap into your divine feminine power. So many women are experiencing their personal awakening. I, I definitely feel as though I've arrived in light of this, this experience the past few months, a couple of months. Sometimes it feels like a shiver through the spine as you read the morning news. Perhaps it's the pride you feel when you've asked for a raise or made your first steps towards starting your own business. Statistically speaking, women now make up 47% of the U.S. workforce, are demanding equal pay, and are currently more likely than men to have a college degree, according to Pew Research Center. These measurements are tangible evidence of the rise of the female voice using her energy, her courage, and her, there's a word, power. More than perhaps ever before, right now is a divine time for every person to buckle down, double their study of self, and connect to this inner feminine energy, otherwise known as as the, the divine feminine. The world desperately needs more compassion, empathy, and warmth, which are the natural skills and intentions as archetypal femininity. 
This call doesn't only go out to women, of course. Every person holds both feminine and masculine energies and qualities. And while women have been culturally indoctrinated to feel a deep and internalized connection with femininity, people of all genders have access to it. The divine feminine is the healing feminine force that connects people to Mother Nature, other people, and all energy sources. It is an interwoven essence that speaks to authentic power. So here's the first. The root chakra located at the base of the spine. This chakra is associated with the basic needs of each person. Similar to the base of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, this is our foundation, the place where we find home within self and where we feel safe. From this safe and secure place, we can connect to the divine feminine energies. So practice practice this mindful meditation to increase self-security. In a seated position, they recommend closing your eyes and picturing golden braided roots growing from the base of your spine. Visualize these roots moving from the floor into the ground and connecting to the earth. Sort of like the, the image on the episode page. Use this visual to feel rooted into the earth, safe and secure. Number two is the sacral chakra located around the pelvis and hips. This chakra is commonly married to creation and play. A connection in this area supports the divine feminine's desire to be in a constant state of fluid creation. In this space, people with wombs can carry babies in the world. The divine feminine energy flowing from this spot can also help all people carry a, quote, baby like a project or an idea into the world. Um, With its proximity to our sexual parts, this is also the place where we experience deep desire and longing. So there's a recommendation of artistic activities, painting, drawing, dancing, playing, exercising, creativity. Engage with your sensual side through foreplay with yourself or with a partner. Watch watch erotic films, wear something enticing, etc. Three, ask yourself, actually, what project am I birthing this month? Are my sexual urges satisfied? Is there play in my life? Number three is the solar plexus chakra located behind the belly button. This chakra connects to our core self, true power, and values. This is where our power and our ego lies, helping us decipher what actions are in line with our values. In this space, we learn to understand what the divine feminine energy feels like to us in our own bodies and how this energy shows herself in our day-to-day. So take time to define your personal code of conduct or ethics in this space. Shift your lifestyle and daily routines to support this, these ethics. Ask yourselves, who am I at the core? What are my ethics? Number four is the heart chakra located in the chest. This chakra is all about love. The ways in which we allow love into our lives and the ways we express it to ourselves and the people around us. To love and share love is a natural feminine power. And the divine feminine energy thrives on exchanging love, including love to self. So visualize a golden beam of light here, starting from the heart and growing larger until it encapsulates your entire body, the room in which you reside, and the community around you. This golden beam of light is a love your feminine side chooses to actively share. When we give love and practice loving kindness, we strengthen the divine feminine. Ask yourself, journaling is Suggested. How do I practice self-acceptance, self-love, and self-care? In what ways do I show love to the people around me? What is my language of love? And last but not least is the throat chakra that I alluded to earlier, earlier, located at the neck and bridging the body to the head. 
This chakra speaks to communication and how each person chooses to express themselves. The throat connects to language and the sounds we allow our voice to make. The will of our divine feminine can be fully outwardly expressed when we increase connection in this area. So take up regular practices of singing, chanting, humming, and speaking, including words of affirmation. So I hope this is helpful, ladies and gentlemen, and you've extracted all of the, the good and the, and the in, well and uh, benevolent intention behind this episode. Furthermore, I'd like to applaud Bradley for all of your unwavering support under these years. And all of you magnified listeners spanning and speckling the globe, please always bear in mind that your support and your listenership rests or basically anchors this very platform and movement. So once again, I implore your continued listenership. Until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, this is Normia Vasquez-Scales. Thank you.